0: All right, welcome back to the boys 161st Street episode 150. The Yankees are three and a half games back in the AL wildcard, nine games back in the AL East. That's probably all but done. We'll get into that in a second. Yankees lose three out of four in Boston by blowing two of them in jaw-dropping fashion. What else is new? This is literally becoming an expected thing at this point. Boone said we'll bounce back like they have before. I don't know what he was referring to when he said that. We'll get into all that and a lot more. The deadline is Friday at 4 p.m., and Fangraphs gives us a 33.2% chance to make the playoffs. That has been your rundown if you live under a rock. What has been happening with the Yankees for the past four games. We went into this series hoping that uh, we would at least split this series. And we very well could have if we didn't have epic meltdowns. It's Should have won three. Should have won three. Didn't. Now we go into... Is it in Tampa, or is it Tampa oh, coming to us? So we're going Tampa. into the Trop, so that will be fun. Three games. Before we get into all of that, today you got Luke. You got a full house. Luke, Chandler, Damon, and Murph. Uh, fun. How fun. How are we doing, boys? Oh, how fun. Chandler's having a tough laugh. day today, I'm so why don't you lead us
1: I'm pretty fucking bad. Pretty fucking bad. I, uh... Well, aside from the Yankees, just multiple collapses over and over every single week. Um, I got fucking smoked sitting in a parking spot today. So that was cool for me. Some old senile bitch just ran straight into me. And then to boot, she told the cop that I pulled out in front of her, which was just not true, seeing as I was sitting in my spot watching TikToks. So go me. I get to pay for that. And uh, yeah, so I'm having a bad day.
0: Murph, how are you doing? You seem like you're a little bit happier.
1: Yeah, I'm doing a little bit better. Sorry, I'm trying to figure my headphones out here. Last second, It's a great time to do it. Yeah, you know, so this better. is the
2: exact time we should figure out how the
1: headphones yeah. are working. Thank God we didn't sit here and test all of our yeah. sounds for the last half it's hour. Like we were just if testing we had done it. that, no, then no, that would no, have, well, have
3: looked bad to charge on you. When we're yeah. Okay.
1: So,
0: Damon, would you yeah. like yeah. to tell people how you're I'm just doing? happy to be here. Happy to be here kind of guy. So, the Yankees suck. Um, I am upset. And I'm upset because... They keep bringing us in and just making us give give us hope and life for the time being. I mean, I, I haven't looked, but I'm pretty sure the last like 14 or so games, we, we've had a good record throughout, and it doesn't seem like it because of the way we've lost has been an epic meltdown fashion against the Astros and against the the the, uh, the fucking Red Sox twice in one series. So it doesn't seem like it. But then when you look at it and you have a day to... to reassess and regroup like we have in the past couple episodes after big meltdowns uh we're still three and a half out of the wild card and the deadline is approaching so i wanted to talk about that and basically why don't we just start out with our panic meters right now because we are still very much in the running for the wild card and i just i'm at a point personally where i I don't i don't care because if this team does make a wild card I do think we have a chance to win the one game because Garrett Cole versus anybody else, I'll take that. But like this team's not going to do fucking anything. And I don't think the amount of moves that we'll make at the deadline, even if it is for long shots like Story and other people, I don't think those are ways that we could fix this team. Chandler said it best in tweet form. Would you like to inform the people of what you your thoughts were firing on the tweeters?
1: Yeah. I'm paraphrasing here, and you know, take this with a grain of salt because I'm having a pretty bad day. But I said the trading for Trevor story is basically the equivalent of going out and destroying/slash melting the iceberg that sunk the t- the Titanic a week after the a week after the fact. It's too late. It doesn't matter. Trade for Trevor story. Who's a rental? Because you really think? Do you really believe that with the payroll we have and with the bargaining agreement up, which is going to lead to a strike, which is going to leave poor little Hal losing like $7. Do you really think we're going to sign him long term? Be real with yourself. So we're basically, I mean, it's just doing too little too late at this point. In my opinion, I really don't think there's any trade that can fix this team unless you want to sell the entire farm and you want to go get Scherzer and Story and gallo and whoever else the only way that you're gonna do anything that's gonna be meaningful yeah you can get story you can get Scherzer, or you can get one or the other and you'll win the wild card and you might win the ds but you're not gonna win the championship series you're not gonna win the world series like what what's the point
2: yeah i um Bre- brendan cuddy um on on twitter he tweeted this out earlier today he said just like in 2016 the yankees are not one piece away um he said, "You know how Albert Einstein defined insanity? I say that I basically defined it now. So All don't
0: right. even paraphrase the
2: quote that we've always thre- Albert
0: they- Einstein. Okay, what we've that's said it so many times the on the show. So
2: I know he's saying Fuck it's, it's time to embrace the crazy and just let and let this team hope it rebounds because it's not worth selling off top prospects at this point. Essentially, reiterating what you just said, Chandler. In terms of we're not, you know, if we sign Trevor Story, cool, great, that's that's okay, but." To be honest, you know, we've been putting up nine, six, six, five, besides the Red Sox game too. But like those are all the runs we've scored in the past, you know, five or six games. That's that's pretty decent offense in my in my opinion. It's really just like this pitching implosion. You know, we can go out there and get we can go and get some good hitters. We can go out there and like get more production on the offensive side, but we have struggles on both sides of the ball and we're not one piece away. We're two, or three pieces away from actually being a contender this year. And yeah, maybe we can just kind of stick it out and hope for the best and make a wild card and then not sell off top prospects. But I think that in my opinion, if we're going to trade for somebody, it needs to be two people that can fill fill gap because this, this team is not going to win with one addition. So when you look at the
0: entire team down the road like there's we're missing things on every fucking aspect of the team like there's there's a reason it's not just like random chance that at any point during the season one of all the like every part of our team every facet of our team has sucked and been like the biggest dumpster fire at some point in time like the relievers were awesome at one point they suck right now the starters were the best un- in the fucking league at one point they went through a time where they were the worst in the league the bats went through a time where they were putting up zero runs it there's no it's not a coincidence why this is happening it just means that you you are ac- are across the board not very good and that doesn't make that we we're, we're more than a couple pieces away from being a contender i genuinely believe that we are like 5 or 6 away from being 5 or 6 big pieces away because we don't even have the depth when you look at the bullpen which used to be our strength. I mean, look at all of these members of the bullpen that are that are allegedly—I mean, not allegedly—they're they're getting major innings on this team, and guys like you know Chapman, Britton, Green, and all these guys are just—they're getting those scheduled off days and the rests and all that. So it's like they can't go three days in a row. That's the way they do it, and no other team does it like that. There are maybe a few that that handle relievers like that, but. No one else handles it like that. When you have no depth whatsoever, and you have guys like Krisky getting back-to-back games where he pitches in the 10th inning or in the in the fucking bottom of the ninth, I don't remember what the fuck it is, that's a problem. And it's not one person away. And I don't know what to do. And I've said this before, just to finish my rant a little bit, but before we even went and lost three out of four in Boston, I was saying before that, even if we do, like, I don't even know if it would be a good idea to buy because then we're just losing all these prospects. And if we buy, 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 lose all our prospects and come up short, then we are in a really shitty spot. Come October, whatever, when we get bounced from the playoffs, if we even do make it. So then we're this pissed off and this sad for even longer. And I don't want that for the, the, this podcast This podcast. By that time, if we sell off our future, this podcast would probably fizzle out to be honest, because it's going to get irritating to watch this team. And it's just going to be ridiculous to talk about them twice a week. So, I'm thinking about future us right now, but...
1: Dude, the worst argument I've heard, and I wanted to say this (laughs) right after Damon, because people are talking about, you know, like the story thing. You get people that reply, like, we're only three and a half games out of the wild card. Or it's some combination of, we're only three and a half games out slash... Jesus Christ. So we're only three and a half games out, and you can sign them to an extension. What the... I mean, just what do you... If you can sign him to an extension and you want to sign him to an extension, then what's the fucking point of wasting the prospects for a year that you have no shot at winning the World Series? Everybody with eyes can tell that this team is, like you said, we're not one piece away. We're not two pieces away. We are three, four, five, six maybe away from winning a World Series. What's the point of doing it and extending him? Even if like Story's not their guy, we know that. They've been looking at Seager since 2018. Since Machado was on the market in the Orioles, seeger has been on the Yankees' radar. So, story's not even your guy. You're just forcing it to try and make the playoffs. And if you make the playoffs, big fucking whoop. Like, get in and whatever happens. But that's not going to happen. When you have Cole, Montgomery, and Tyone going out, and that's no slight at them. Montgomery and Tyone have been great. But when you have those three going out in a playoff series against, you fucking name it. When you got that going against kershaw bueller and urias or fucking scherzer at this point they might go get him too or you have that going against snell and darvish and um i'm sure i'm missing somebody on that one but either way we get it you're fucked you're fucked there's no point in doing this just to make the playoffs just to say oh hey look the yankees made the playoffs again look at that we've got 20 something years in a row with an above 500 record who fucking cares? I think at it's less point, about
0: that. It's more about the front office saying saving, that we didn't miss the playoffs. Is. That's what they're, it's saving, that's what they're it's saving, saving face. face.
1: Yeah. It's saving face. And at this point, you have to swallow your pride. And be like, hey, I fucked up. Like, honestly, at this point, if we got a press conference with Brian Cashman, like, hey, I fucked up on the construction of this roster, obviously. Like, I love the guys we have, but clearly this isn't a World Series caliber roster. We're going to come out and do new things next year. We understand and we need to kind of retool. I would respect that way more than just overpaying for one person just to make the playoffs to be like, look, it didn't go our way this year. We were one bounce away in the playoffs. Like, shut the fuck up. You can't be one bounce away every year for 12 years.
0: And I wanted to bring up something real quick uh, right before you go, Murphy. is the run differential in division uh, this year. It's. I mean, like I said, it's no secret why we've been so inconsistent this year. And when you look at the entire year as a whole right now, because we've gone – on a roller coaster where we have won games and I actually have a graphic that I wanted to show real quick about that roller coaster which I'm sure all of you have seen but let me pull it up real quick but I mean the run differential while I pull it up Boston has a plus 68 run differential Tampa Bay has a 92 run differential plus 92 we have plus five that is almost the same if not the same as the Marlins the Marlins have a plus one the Blue Jays, even, who are a little bit below us right now, half game back, are plus 86, and the, the Orioles are minus 130. But it's no secret why we're so fucking bad. We can't outscore. The, the way to win baseball games is to score more than your opponent, and we're just not doing it. We're doing it by a little, little bit. So while Chandler's camera just fucking craps out, something that I saw that was a little bit crazy when you think about this entire season as a whole and the kind of the roller coaster ride put into numbers is the first 15... We go five and ten the next thirty two we go on a run and go twenty three and nine then the next eighteen five and thirteen next nine seven and two then the next eight one and seven and then the next twelve nine and three and now we're one and three in the last four so it's just ridiculous how on and off and on and off we get with this fucking team and it's like I said it's no fucking secret and it's not even just those streaks it's, it's throughout the entire season we have a plus five run differential this team fucking sucks
3: so. See now, now you got now you got my head going on a different sort of a tangent, but I guess out of that run differential, I would love to see what our eighth and ninth inning run differential is because it has to be minus like thirty. That'd
2: be terrifying to look at. Would be, I would I'd be terrified to look at that
3: because it feels like every game. Obviously, this isn't always what happens, but out of the last couple of games, it has been. We're up two or three runs going into the seventh, and then we blow it. And then if we win, it's an extra inning.
0: Actually, it's win. funny that you mentioned that because I wrote down uh, the box score and I put in from the seventh inning on, in, just in the series alone, this last four, from the seventh inning on, we gave up 13 runs against the Red Sox. From the first six innings, we gave up six. Yeah. So.
3: it's about right. That and answers it's your big, question. Like you mentioned earlier, at the beginning of the year, the bullpen was the best in the Major League Baseball. For yeah, and now until. it's melting down. It's crazy.
0: Chandler, you back? Can't hear him. He's not back. So why don't we talk about whether or not you guys want to be buyers or sellers since the deadline is on Friday at four o'clock. Do you guys want to see the Yankees be buyers? Cause I personally do not.
2: I, uh, I- go ahead. For- no, go ahead.
3: I just feel like my mind changes on this every single day. Like some days I'm like, Oh, I want like a week ago. I was saying, I want to go get Gallo. Now I don't want Gallo at all. I don't really want them to do anything. I think what Chandler said about Trevor's story makes a lot of sense. I don't think Trevor's story is the best idea right now. I think it almost seems like I was actually talking to somebody at the bar that I work at, and they were saying that if we go out and get Trevor's story, that it's Cashman trying to grab at straws to save his job and like bring in one name that's supposed to save everything. I don't know how true that is, but it made a little bit of sense to me where at what point are we blaming Boone and at what point are we blaming Cashman to where he uses this deadline to try to solidify his job.
0: And it's funny that you mentioned that too, because we've talked about before this week, how we haven't had a Boone moment where we're like, Oh my God, he's been fucking horrible. Like how he could make that decision. And he does here. And like clockwork, when we mentioned he's been good relatively, he immediately goes out and fucks things up. Like that Britain, you, like why don't you bring in Britain when to get a ground ball to get out of the fucking double get a double play and get the fuck out of the inning? Why are you leaving in Lasagna when he clearly doesn't have it? Why are you leaving in Krisky when he's throwing four fucking wild pitches, which is ridiculous to have in one inning and he fucking blows up the entire? Like why are you doing those things? I don't understand. And and the whole rest thing is something that bothered me forever. Whenever every time they fucking do it, but at like every other team is just playing the players like they're playing them every chance they get. So. Yeah.
2: I Here's the thing. I, I I, definitely think Boone has been doing a terrible job. There's no doubt about that. But, you know, look, look at the situation last night where we're, we're winning going into the ninth inning or eighth inning. It's always the eighth inning. Sorry, it's always the eighth inning we implode. But we're going into the eighth inning with a lead and we throw the wise in there. That's who every Yankee fan is probably confident to see at that point in time, right? I know I, I'm happy to see him. I don't want to see fucking pretty much anyone else. Like if I'm in a situation like that, I want the lives because he's been the best all year. Right. And then he shifts the bed. But when he clearly doesn't fucking have it,
0: Coming off the COVID, aisle, his Second 100%, day in a row 100%. pitching 100%. too. He has. He clearly doesn't fucking have it. He doesn't have it. I don't know. It was three hits in a row. Three hits in a row. Yeah, that's what I was gonna look up. So three oh, well, hits in a row. It clearly doesn't that. have it. Bring him the fuck out.
3: Yeah, but who does? But who does have somebody it? Somebody who
0: isn't or hasn't already shown today. Like it's a new fucking person. Just throw somebody else out there. Don't let him just ride. It's so weird. A Boone has these situations where he pulls people too early. And then leaves him in too long. Like, just find a middle ground or just fucking think a little bit. Like, when you see somebody who just came off the COVID IL and he hasn't pitched in a while, maybe it'd be a good idea if he's showing, like, he's not having a good good night to pull him. Maybe that would be it. You've done it with fucking other people. Ad- Adam when he was going through his rough patch, he went, he threw, like, one batter and got pulled. So, I don't understand how you can have two completely different sides of the spectrum there in terms of, like, the way he uses the bullpen, so... It's just fucking ridiculous. It's obvious that he's not going to be the coach at the end of this year, so there's no use to continue to argue about it. But I, if Chandler is back, I'd like Can to. You hear me? Yeah, are you are you, you are oh, you willing God. to be a buyer or a seller at this deadline?
1: Absolutely sell. There's okay. zero point. That's like I said. There's no point in buying. So who are you when selling? You're buying, when you're buying just to save face, there's no point in fucking buying. You're not buying for anything other than your own job, and you're mortg- mortgaging the future and then you're just going to get fired later down the road because you don't have anybody coming up.
2: Agreed. My 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 take is what I was saying before like I you know, I'm only going to support us buying anything if it's we buy somebody and have a few other players that tag along, which is not is not going to happen, you know. We're not going to go out there and get two superstars coming back into the Yankees. That's not going to happen. So, realistically in you know, the world that we've seen with with Yankee land, you know, We've made it this far into was it three years in a row now where we've gone with the same team and haven't made a move to the deadline. Like it's getting old. We've tried it, it didn't work. And if we don't make a big move with two or three players that can come help this team, which I don't think it's gonna happen, then just fucking sell. And just like there's no there's no point to buy just to kind of make people happy for another month. That's what, that's what's gonna happen. We're gonna be all gonna be excited for a month. And then that's going to be it. Murph, what's
3: up? I, I agree that we shouldn't buy. But at the same time, I feel like we don't have a ton of pieces that are that either that we're that willing to sell or that valuable to sell. So how like are we feeling if we go through the deadline without doing anything or without making
1: well, terrible? That's, terrible, that's terrible, stupid. Terrible. You have that's to do a- something. That's why you got. If nothing else, you have to move the contract since you're not willing to go over the luxury tax. You have to at the bare minimum, move the contracts that are weighing you down. If the luxury tax is really that big of a deal, then move the contracts, whatever it takes to shed payroll. And that way you can bring up these young superstars that are doing well. I mean, our minor league system, I think they have the best record in all the minor leagues or something close to it. They do. So move money so you can bring them up and then sign a key free agent or two that can complement them. Like if that would be my version of selling, because yeah. obviously I don't think they're going to trade judge The I mean, the giants make the most sense, but who the fuck are you going to get from the giants? Joey Bart. They are so dick hard for Gary. Who cares? Like, that's what I'm saying. There's nobody on this team. That's going to bring back a prospect package other than judge. That's worth trading. So at that point you're just shedding salary, which is a, not the ideal scenario, but it's a step in the right direction, yeah. I guess. because I mean, if you nothing if you do nothing, you find yourself in the same exact spot next year. because we have what one free agent. I was at Murphy, you were reading an Uber. article the other day. We have one or two free Uber agents. Exactly. So it's not like we're shedding a huge amount of payroll, excuse me, in the off season. So you're returning the same exact team. You're not signing anybody. Because you can't go over that fucking luxury tax, you're doing nothing. You're doing nothing, and you're returning the same team next year and accepting mediocrity until contracts run out.
2: Yep. And and here's the other thing too: it's like even if we were to sell a big name, a big ish name, everyone's value is pretty fucking low right now. Like unless you're a superstar.
3: Like their AV or like their physical
2: No, their trade value. But like their so, trade value. Their trade value, the only is, value is, is all judge. Up. Like every well, like the highest values are minor league players right now.
1: Yeah, Judge and Geo. Those are basic. And Glaber, I guess, is kind making, of
3: Geo and Glaber are making like three and four million dollars a year right now. There. No, no, like,
1: no. I understand. That. I'm like, just saying. As far make, as prospect make, value yeah. goes, those are basically the only two, only three. You're going to get anything for because nobody's going to want to eat Chapman's salary at 30 something years old nobody's gonna want to eat britain's salary at 30 something years old who's played two games this year and
0: nobody wants there. fucking
3: chapman that's, to begin with right now too. Britain is that we're selling these guys for spare parts we're talking about like building the farm system by selling and then it's kind of one or the other if we're gonna dump these big contracts we're gonna get a bunch of little leaguers in return well what
1: i'm but, saying is you're dumping the contracts so you can hopefully bring French. up Exactly. You're not dumping them to try and bring back massive hauls of players. You're not trying to trade Mookie Betts to get back a Verdugo and a Jeter Downs and yeah. all them. Or I know that's not the best example. It's just the first one that came to my mind. You're doing it to shed payroll.
0: And that the yeah. next guy who comes into the Cashman role, if Cashman gets fired, has a clean slate to work with and uh, Yankee money, which may or may not be anything. I, mean, they, the way they I don't act.
1: think Cashman's going to get fired. I really don't. He's still got another year on his contract and I really really I just like how's blind loyalty to him. I really don't think it's going to happen. I think we're stuck with this regime, not Boone, but Cashman and How until until basically How sells the team.
0: If you can get it. out of these contracts, if if there's any way and like you said Murph we're not going to get anything in return, which is fine. So if you can get out of the contracts, I don't even think that's possible because that would almost be too good to be true if we could just be like oh let's just get rid of all these co- bad contracts and then start fresh and we can just sign free agents at this offseason it just doesn't work like that we're not going to be able to just wipe the slate clean and get all of the bad contracts off if we do get bad contracts off we're gonna have to pay for half of a bad contract and still get nothing in return so at, at that point it's like is it even worth it if your money's tied up into nothing players that aren't on your team like other like Bobby Benilla and all like that type of contracts that we'd be paying off forever. Like at that point, it doesn't even make sense I, where I'm at now after these conversations is almost just like standing Pat waiting for the guys to come back. And those deadline deals that they always talk about. Glover is allegedly coming back. Sevy is coming back. If he doesn't get hurt again, like Stanton is allegedly playing the outfield judge is coming back. All these guys are coming back. So I'm at, where I'm at now is I almost don't want to see a single move at the deadline because I don't want to risk the future. I don't want to sell off parts for spare parts like you were saying, Murph, because it's really not going to benefit us that much in terms of a prospect package and money, like you said. I'm almost like, don't even make a fucking move just if this team decides to wake up and be the team they were supposed to be because they are and they should be they're
1: never going to be that team though
0: they totally can so i don't know why you're they saying cannot. They, t- they cannot they cannot we've had the same team can.
1: every year since 2017 but i'm saying i'd rather not World i'd rather
0: not mortgage the future on any like there's no reason to mortgage the future to make sh- like if this team isn't going to come back and be good again then anybody we get isn't going to change anything because the people we do have aren't good apparently so it doesn't make sense to make a move it doesn't make sense to sell honestly we should just fucking forfeit the season because this team is better makes, off just fucking sending it into next season to
1: it makes that's what i'm saying i don't understand how it doesn't make sense to sell even if it's not you know even if you're not getting these super high value people back, it makes, it makes plenty sense to sell. Cause even if you're freeing up half a contract and I know you're not going to sell everybody, I know you're not going to get out of G or John Carlo. I know you're not going to get out of Chapman and Britain and all these scot-free, but if you can do a little wiggle room to where, cause I'm, we can all agree that this team one, a is not going to win a world series as is constructed and B there is a good core there. So if you can keep the good core, move up the minor league pieces and free up even a little bit of money to sign one free agent or two free agents. That's fine. Like shedding money is a good thing in this situation. Since we're so scared to go over the luxury tax, this is something that I dislike. This is something that I very much
0: dislike about baseball is that we're three and a half games out of the wild card. This is just bad for baseball's competitiveness as a whole, because if we're sitting here right now saying that we should sell when we're three and a half games out of a wild card potential playoff, which isn't even the expanded playoff, it's the regular playoff, and we're talking about selling, baseball is in a bad fucking place because it's going to be top heavy and there aren't going to be people trying to fucking win. Where when if you have a chance to make the playoffs, you go ahead and do it. Like you do that in football, the wild card team. Like if you make the wild card, you want to go out and do it. If you have a chance to make it, you do it. You smash through the button and you go after it. Whether that is buying more assets right now or not, just not selling is my point. But if you have half the teams, almost all the teams, if you look at the top teams right now, the Dodgers, Padres, other teams like that, you don't think you can beat them. And that's fine. But like if you have a chance to make the playoffs, anything goes. Murph is a big NHL fan. That anything goes in the NHL playoffs. Anything goes in the MLB playoffs as well. So like if that's you my, my main point is like if you have a chance to make the playoffs you don't sell off because you don't think you can make it. Cause who the fuck knows? The Nationals were sp- not supposed to do shit and they were a wild guard team and they won it all. Like if you have all the teams that don't think they are gonna win the World Series sell, then you're just gonna give all of your players to the top team. It's gonna be like Alabama versus Clemson every fucking year. The rich okay, just but get it's richer. Proven. Just,
1: it's uh, proven uh, though that this team can't win that as constructed. We have it's not like that this is the first year of the but team. But they're still
0: three and a half out. That you don't sell. Matter. You don't sell.
1: It doesn't matter. You're not playing for the playoffs. You're playing to win. Who gives a fuck? If you make the wild card game and get fucking smoked in Oakland at Oakland, who gives a shit?
0: I'm just saying, it's ba- OK, well, you, baseball, you, right, you have to realize that they're not going to do that because that's horrible, 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 horrible for baseball. If that means that a team that is in striking distance of the playoffs, Yankees aside, if it was any random team, you stripped the name off it. You're not yeah, selling because you have a chance to make the playoffs. And that's that. That's just baseball. Matter of fact, if you, a, if, if you have a if you have a chance where you're a couple if you're a couple games out, people should fucking buy more. I get our situation so, well,
1: is now, what you said is you want to just stand pat. What does standing pat do? Then you return 2022 with the exact same fucking roster. I'm saying then you do the That same was thing my that
3: it, whole other team for two years any now. Team. Any other team is three and a half back. They're not talking about selling. The teams that are talking That's about selling mean. are the Rangers of the world and you know, the Colorado Rockies of the world.
1: I'm not saying if to sell, reason, I'm saying to retool. It. Get rid of the fucking dead weight and get... In not the even field. the dead weight. Do something that you can do to shed payroll or something that you can get fresh faces. Yeah, like I said we, earlier, yeah, you have the team. core you want. That's fine. Keep the core. I'm not s- saying to sell everybody. But obviously something needs to change. You cannot stamp pat with the same exact team Every single year, 2017 to 2021, and then into 2022 and expect a change. You can't keep the same team over and over and over and over and be like, okay, well, they'll break through this year. Oh, shit, nope. Okay, well, they got it this year. Nope. I mean, it just you cannot stand Pat. That's all I'm saying. I don't give a shot. If you want to buy, buy. I totally get that argument. I don't think they should, but I get the argument. If you want to sell, I get the argument. I'm just saying you c- the, like at the end of the day, the worst case scenario is standing pat. You can, that wasn't, I pat. I've,
0: I've migrated from yeah. that argument. And first of all, I don't think that's the worst case scenario. But second of all, I was arguing that uh, just being against selling in general, when you're in this spot, that was all I was saying.
1: I'm just saying and that's, that's bad. bad for competition. If you want if you that's want no, I agree. Like if you, you want to argue for here, buying before Murphy goes, if you want to argue for buying, that's fine. And I don't necessarily agree, but I get it. Standing Pat, absolutely not. You cannot stand Pat. You cannot roll into 2022 with the same roster you've had for the last four years and expect different results. Murphy, carry on. I'm sorry.
3: I just think that when people think of us selling, they think back to 2016 when we got rid of Andrew Miller and Chapman and re-signed Chapman and ended up with Glaber and Clint. And that's not going to happen this time around. It's not that same kind of roster. So, obviously, we shouldn't do nothing. But... At the same time, if we do nothing at the deadline, that's not to say we can't shake things up in the offseason and lose some contracts and make some trades at that point and whatnot and sign free agents and all that. It's not like if we don't make a move at this deadline going into 2022, it's going to be the same old song and dance all over again. So I don't know.
0: All right. Do you want to get into hot or not? Because that was a little bit of
1: that was content. That's one of the most contentious. Sorry, I got, I'm, I'm, I'm heated about the Yankees, and also I had a bad day, so I just really... And you've been, unjust- in, it, you've been in and out
3: of the
0: fucking stream right now, popping in and no, out.
1: Not. I've let's been, get I was into
0: Hot or seconds. Not. Who wants to do the Hots? We'll start with Hots, get on a lighter note to see what's been happening. That's Chandler's
3: Hot. Let him keep going.
0: All right, Chandler, we'll start with you. So the Hots begin with... Rugi Odor, making on back-to-back hot list. Last 14 days, 157 WRC+, 286 batting average, 3 home runs, and 9 RBIs. We're buying. Bye. Glaber Torres, last 14 days, 175 WRC+, 300 batting average, 3 home runs, 8 RBIs, 1.038 OPS. Bye. Domingo Herman, seven innings pitched, no hits for the first seven. He comes in the eighth, gives up one, gets pulled, ten strikeouts, gives up one run in that outing. What do we think about Domingo?
1: Um, Buy, but not to that extent, obviously.
0: So you bought, again, all of them. So maybe we should think about potentially picking new people to do the hots. Uh, so Odor, I agree with well, the buys. I can I, no, all. I agree with the buys. But my question before you explain... All those, we'll pull it on Domingo a little bit because he's probably the most controversial of all of them. So, when you think well, about Domingo, I'm... he's been pretty shit lately. So, I just wanted to get your first initial thoughts on pulling him when he gave up the hit.
1: Uh, don't mind it. He hasn't thrown more than eighty pitches since May. So, I don't, I don't care about the decision of pulling him. I'm pissed off that. Yes, we all want Lewisaga. He's been amazing. I'm pissed that they went to Lewisaga because he hasn't thrown in two weeks and you're going to put him in high leverage spots, back to back days. And I know it'd be a totally different story if he went in and it was lights out, but at face value, that's just stupid. But I get pulling Domingo cause he hasn't thrown more than 80 pitches in three or four months. Fine. Whatever. Don't care.
0: He whatever was at 93 also. So
1: exactly. So, and I, and I don't mind pulling him there, but as far as buying Domingo, yes, I buy that. He can be a good pitcher at this level. Cause we've seen it. I'm not saying he's going to be, Cy Young. I'm not saying he's going to go out there and throw to a two ERA or even like a low three ERA. I buy that he is a major league starter. That's it. That's all I'm buying.
0: So you want him as a starter, not out of the pen, because no, he's, he's been fucking, he's been flirting. He's yeah, obviously. out of the pen. I was just putting it out there for argument's sake. He's been out of the pen, not doing too well. But uh, you know, it's just just so weird. It's just par for the course with this team. Is that how streaky everybody is? He could be the worst pitcher one day and then he can just have a, he could flirt with a no hitter the next. So I it's mean, just, do you
1: disagree though that he's got starter stuff? He carried the team during the next man, 2019 team.
0: No, like, I agree. That's it's just a, I, I wish he would be a little more consistent than,
1: and a better person. He's just not easy to root for. Yeah. I don't know. That's just my, my two cents. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like
2: he looks really good. He looks really, really good, but I, you know, I, I have a constant back and forth with all these starters who are just like incredibly inconsistent all the time.
1: Um We have breaking news. What? The Yankees have acquired No Clay Holmes. Ugh God from the Pirates. For what Diego Castillo, Diego Castillo and Hoy Park. What? Wait, what? You gave up them for Clay Holmes? Who the fuck is Clay Holmes?
2: They just traded Diego Castillo. They gave away
1: Park. Yeah, they just traded Hoy Park and Diego Castillo, who are both fucking awesome. Diego Castillo
0: is that the right name? He's a pitcher that was on the Rays.
1: No, not that guy. There's a prospect Diego Castillo that's really good.
0: So who the fuck is this? Wait, what?
3: Clay Holmes. (laughs) What was his name?
1: The Yankees have announced today that they've acquired right-handed pitcher Clay Holmes from the Pittsburgh Pirates in exchange for Diego Castillo and Hoy Park.
2: How do you spell Holmes? H O M
3: H O L M E S. He's 28. Dude, you what? You actually just
2: tried to spell home, Holmes with just H-O-M-E-S. He's got a career I'm nervous, he's all got a cre- right? Um
3: Dude, they traded Hoy Park. 5. 5. He's got a 5.5 5 ERA for this
2: He's a negative 1 negative point one WAR this year wow
1: there's your cell
2: well that's not a sell that's a fucking that's that's not a sell or a buy that's a fucking stupid ass move i'm
1: getting our yankee insider brandon lockridge on the call right now not calling but i'm a sim a text shockingly he doesn't know what happened
2: well i mean that just marks it up of that's just fucking stupid
0: what is going on with this fucking team like why everything we this just talked about, good. why, why are we even making like a, a
3: 28 year old triple a pitcher?
0: But I what think, I think it's funny that you said that's like a, a, somebody said that's a sell move when it's obviously not, but it's just like, it feels like it it right away. Like, how do you make that deal? And it's like, oh yeah, that, that's a good one for us. How do you even hit send on that? Well, you're I'm, getting rid of prospects you and
1: you got nothing in fucking return. Hoy Park's hitting like 350 in AAA. We just donated Hoy Park. We, we just gave him to the fucking Pirates. And we got this guy really with a fucking
0: something. shitty mustache. I don't even care if this guy ends up being the best did we get at Brian face Rome, value. You me? lose this fucking
3: d- Brian. No, we got one fucking player. How did
1: you train? Uh, on Park? the bright
3: side, on the bright side, Rob Brantley got sent back down to AAA, so they have room on the. I don't fucking...
1: What? I don't give a fuck. Is Brian Cashman drunk? Is he just like sitting his office shit face, like pressing yes to everything? No,
2: what does that, fuck. that fucking accomplish? All right,
0: let's move on. This is fucking ridiculous. So
1: <laughs> I'm reading all the fucking comments right now. All right, People are not very happy. Well,
0: let's get to... Oh, my God. I mean, let's talk a little bit more about Adore, be a little bit happier while we're on the air right now. So Adore has been absolutely lights Thank out. You. He's always been the, the locker room guy, but now he's actually performing well for an extended period of time. Um What do we think about... See, I wrote questions down that I wanted to go over right now about this, but my entire fucking train of thought is just thrown away. I'm flustered right now. You didn't do the knots either. I'm going to get to the knots. Brian come Cashman after the, Hots. Oh, the only Well, one. I thought you were moving on. My bad. No, it's about the you same players. So... I don't. Let's just go to the fucking knots. I mean Brian Cashman. I'll make an audible right now and add him to the fucking knot list. Brian Cashman makes a deal for... Uh, I don't know what the fuck it was... For some guy that looks like a crackhead, and he gives away Hoijun Park. I don't even know how to say his name, but I know he's good. And Diego Castillo, and I'm officially placing Brian Cashman on the Sun for that because that was ridiculous. I don't even need anybody to answer me on that. I'm just going to say that he's on the Sun, and that's that. Oh, yes. Unanimous, across the board. Yes, Brian Cashman's on the Sun. <coughs> Great. Um, Send him to the Sun. Uh, you know, I'm, I don't even want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do the knots because I, one of the things that we talked about already, it's lasagna. We talked about that, whatever. He'll be bouncing back. Nobody's going to buy that. He's going to be fine. He's coming off the IL. You know, Yankees bullpen is one thing that I did want to talk about. We kind of already talked about it. They've been 25th in ERA with a six ERA in the league. Just too many knots to name to keep like nitpicking things. This team fucking sucks. The only thing that I will say that didn't make the knots is when I looked up and down the list of things that should be potentially making the knot list, a lot of the offense didn't underperform. Everybody's been kind of doing well. One person that I did want to point out that I thought was going to be on the not list was Greg Allen, but he hasn't even be, he hasn't even done bad. He, he still has a 137 WRC plus over the last week, so he's like still above average hitting-wise. He just isn't batting 500s. So that's why, in my mind, I was like, oh, did he come back down to earth? Like a little bit, but like he's still doing very well. The offense, like Damon said before, is very much playing well. It's just the I'd like to say one thing. Any, I think that
1: trade pitching. hurt me worse than getting fucking speared in the parking lot today. <laughs> that hurt worse. Thank you Brian Cashman. I would rather I would rather He's get hit stationary in the parking lot four more times than ever fucking He's read that again. Jail. Oh my god. I'm, I'm He's heated. going to jail. <laughs> what the fuck? <sighs>
0: What do you want to talk about?
1: Good sigh. I can't get this trade out of my head. No. Is so the only thing you, what the fuck are you doing? What, what oh, the uh, fuck are you doing?
3: One of my buddies, we were watching the game, and he called Odor the stank man, and I thought it was really funny, because that's his last name, Odor.
0: I probably would laugh at that if that trade didn't come I mean, through. Was,
3: I guess it was a bad time to bring it up, but I thought I'd try to cheer yeah. everybody up. So I'm going to, henceforth. He is known as the watch
2: now. Man. Now the fucking Rays are going to get Scherzer tomorrow,
1: dude. If if the Rays get Scherzer,
2: don't worry, we got this guy. I, I forget his name. Clay already. Holmes. We Clay got Clay Holmes. Holmes. He doesn't stand a yeah. chance against Scherzer.
1: Clay Holmes just sounds like I'm about to walk out of my trailer with a four rack of <laughs> Budweisers and try and throw a game. Like, oh shit, my mullet got in the way. That's why I threw it over the fucking backstop. God, yep, what the fuck are we doing? I fucking hate the Yankees.
0: So John uh, John Morosi was right. He said that the uh, seven contenders are active in the in the pitching market. We're one of them. So we got our guy. He I was I was concerned why he included our name because I was like oh well I mean I don't even know if we're going to be buyers in the pitching market and all that. Why are we going to mortgage the future that everything we talked about at the top of the show? But Cashman was working behind the scenes while we were talking about it. So.
1: Working dude, behind Cashman, the scenes, yeah.
2: Working real hard.
1: Cashman needs to be like the Game of Thrones scene where Cersei's dragged through the streets with shame. I,
2: I'm sorry. I would have loved to be a fly on the wall in that conversation between Brian Cashman and the Pirates GM.
1: Yeah, the Pirates GM was probably fucking He's He was probably like, static. um, Wait, yeah. You, yep. Did you say the right name? The guy that's hitting 330 in AAA? <laughs> and you, you want Clay Holmes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fucking done, dude. I was about to set me? him down tomorrow. Yeah, I was actually about to cut Clay Holmes, but (laughs) you can fucking have him. You know what? Wait, wait. Don't Castillo, too.
3: Not enough. So, just looking at him a little more, he's a right handed relief pitcher. Been in 44 games this year. No saves, no holds. 4 9 3 ERA. Yes. Just exactly. Is he a sidewinder at least?
0: Does anybody have any film on this guy? If he's a sidewinder, I, mean, I can get behind it.
1: How out of touch do you have to be. You know what? The Yankees have had. What is it? They're, oh, I didn't even read the stack because my mic was no, fucked up. No, he's not a sidewinder.
3: All right.
0: And this trade makes no sense. So, Hold you, on. You, let, you let me see, read this. Does he the throw fast? Does he throw fast?
1: He's got a throw. Up like baseball 4, savant?
0: Is that the his baseball YouTube savant? Yeah.
1: All right. Ready? Since oh, he's June 3rd. pretty,
3: 30- pretty big, big breaking ball.
1: Don't care. Since June 30th, when leading by four plus runs going into the eighth, the Yankees are three and three. The rest of baseball is 192 and four. Shout out to my friend Drew, who just got engaged, who sent me that stat. It's solved now. We got our reliever. We got a new fucking. We got our closer. Cashman
0: literally. Cashman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was that must be his parting move like one giant fuck you to the yankees before he gets yeah, fired like he has to know he's getting fired to pull a move like that like hey how i'm on the phone you're getting fired all right fuck you i'm sending hoy park for a pile of liquid dog shit
0: cashman was literally probably like everybody in, you know every person every yankee fan was tweeting and being like oh start park start park start park and he's probably like Who's that guy that everybody wanted me to start? Oh yeah, I'm gonna fucking ship him off for a bag of donuts. We were talking about the trade that we were like the the Moneyball like trade where you just or semi pro when they trade for a fucking vending machine credit. That's what just happened here. We gave away our players for vending machines. Oh, oh you you like
2: Park? You like him? Oh oh, see ya.
1: Just yeah, wait. I'll next we're gonna see Dominguez right traded for fucking like Troy Smith. At this uh, point,
2: do it. I don't give a fuck.
3: Wow, oh, it's that really uh,
1: was gonna uh, start. Pain, yes. We
3: Yeah.
1: Just, everybody watch your phones. We're going to see. Breaking. Yankees trade coveted prospect Jason Dominguez for six Gatorade chews and the towel boy of the Oakland A's. <laughs> go fuck yourself. If Brian Cashman, if you're listening, go fuck yourself. I hope you heard that, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I hate you more than the old bitch that ran into my car today.
2: All right. I think that's a good time to end it. I wish I was a Padres fan at this point. I wish I wasn't yeah. alive. They make they make great trades. Yep. Dude, Adam, See you guys Adam's later. That is a
1: good thing to talk about, Adam Frazier.
2: Sure. Yeah, fuck Adam
0: Frazier. Fuck the Yankees. All the guys at
1: 161st Street, I just have two words to See ya.